0: Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Heavens to Murgatroyd. Even. Hey everybody, this is Harlan Williams. And I don't even know if you understood that, but it was like Harlan Williams. Translation Harland Williams, and you are on the Harland Highway podcast. Don't know why I was talking like that. It's only going to get better from here. Trust me, we are uh, talking about some great stuff today. Um, have you ever been uh, text stalked? yeah that's right you ever you ever have a friend or a buddy who texts you way too much or a lover or a <sighs> where do we get into this um also uh i've got I'm a little pissed off about something so we're we're gonna do my new segment my where Harlan's pissed off. Wait do you hear what I'm pissed off about this time but I'm really pissed off also a uh a crazy news story that involves a small adorable little farm animal and wait do you hear. What happened to this little critter or what almost happened? Unbelievable. And then, of course, we are going to go into the Harland Highway Pavement Pounder mailbag. Yes, you guys have been sending me lots of great emails to harlanwilliams.com, And today we are going to read a whole bunch of your uh, letters and answer your questions and reply to all the things going through your head. If you even have a head, because most people don't, this is the Harland Highway! Where am I? What is this, some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What are you talking about, Will? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big, bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelley. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. This is Harlan Williams. And you're really pissing me off. Oh, you're starting to piss me off, you little pigless son of bitch. You pissed me off. Shut up! You're pissing me off! These fucking assholes, this fuck. These fucking assholes! The fuck is their yeah, problem, Bob. man? <laughs> All right, here we go. We're starting it off with me pissed off, and here what I don't know how many of you can relate to this. This one might be only in my life, but how many of you go to the gym? And you go to the gym and you work out, or if you do what I do, I play racquetball, man. And I don't know if you've played racquetball, but man, you work up a sweat, you work up a a thirst, you work up a it, it's intense cardio competitive so sometimes you walk out of the court as a loser and you're you're sweaty and you're dripping and you're you're pissed off because you lost and you're so you you meander over to the water fountain at the gym and it's okay if there's someone there ahead of you drinking they bend down they drink they leave maybe there's two or three people in front of you drinking but what pisses me off is you get these morons with their water bottles. Yeah, they got these full-size water bottles, and they don't even look like they've broken a sweat. They look like, you know, they're in their tight clothes and their neon spandex workout pants, and they've been, you know, meandering around or whatever. Maybe they are sweaty. I don't care. But people stand there in front of the water fountain and fill up their water bottles at the water fountain. And they just stand there and they hold the thing and the water's kind of hitting and missing because, you know, water water fountain spurts aren't exactly accurate. So the water's kind of half going into the, the little hole on the top of the water bottle and half of it's going... They just stand there and stand there and stand there and stand there filling their bottle with water. And you're standing there going... You know what, dude? I'd really like to take a drink. I just lost a game. I'm not in a good mood, and even if I'm in a good mood, this is a water fountain for people to drink. You want to fill your damn water bottle? Go in the bathroom where there's 15 taps. Fill your damn water bottle in the bathroom. And what really cracks me up is their water bottles are never empty. They're always like, you know, uh, half full. I was like, really? You're going to drink all that water in the next, like, half an hour? Okay, what, would you just crawl across the desert? Water! Water! At the very least, there should be an etiquette where if someone walks up who doesn't have a water bottle, who wants to use the water fountain for what it was intended for, which was to bend down and drink with your mouth... There should be some kind of etiquette or unwritten rule that you step aside if you're filling a giant water bottle that takes half an hour to fill. Like you're going on some kind of expedition through the jungle and you're you're getting your monthly water supply. Move your ass. There. Ugh, I vented. I got it out. I'm still pissed off about it, but at least I got it out. Ah. <laughs> What we've got here is failure to communicate. All aboard! The Harland Highway. (laughs) Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. I think you're crazy. All right, here it is. Here it is. Crazy news story. Here's the headline. Kind of an odd one, the way they always are. Farmer saves baby lamb with wife's blow dryer. Huh? Here we go. This is this is a little weird. A quick-thinking English farmer saved a lamb that had fallen into a freezing water trough with the help of his wife's blow dryer. Okay. I wonder if he put any product in the lamb's wool. You know, this 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 is I I think what you really need here is some gel. I really think some jerry curl or some gel. And have you ever thought about frosted tips? Um, Ed D. of West Lodge Farm in Desbottle, England, found the day-and-a-half-old lamb sodden and very close to death. Ooh, he was sodden. I'm afraid the lamb's sodden He's very close to death. Uh, He was very close to death after the animal climbed into his mother's freezing water trough. So this is what the guy did, kind of ingenious. He dried the lamb off with a blow dryer. And after 15 minutes, put the freezing animal in the plate warmer section of his oven with the door open. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Is that, is that, uh, wait, are we saving the lamb or are we cooking the lamb? Hold on. I mean, that, that gets a little sketchy right there. My goodness, David, what are you doing with the lamb? Oh, I'm saving it. I put it in the oven to warm it up, heat it up at 450 degrees. It sure is smelling good, David. Aye, it is smelling good, isn't it? You know, I haven't done the groceries in five or six days. We don't really have anything for dinner. Well, I mean, we do have a lamb warming up in the oven. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, he smells delicious. Aye, but I'm trying to save his life, woman. But what are you trying to save his life for, David? So that we could eat him a little later on down the road? You've got a point there, woman. Yeah. Do you have any mint jelly and some garlic butter? I certainly do. Well, get it on the little bastard and let me close the oven door and we'll cook some fucking dinner. I mean, holy God. Yeah. You start sticking a lamb in the oven to warm it. That, that, hello, that's called cooking. That's called broiling. Yeah, yeah, there was a chicken running around in the backyard, so, you know, I, I mean, all I did was put him on a spit for an hour and a half, and I don't know what happened to his feathers and stuff, but his skin's crispy brown, and I was just trying to warm him up, but, man, is he delicious? Pretty wild stuff. I mean, holy smokes, that that's one lucky lamb. How many people have ever put a lamb in the oven and then taken it out and set it free in a field? And what's the lamb thinking? You know, he's going, well, this, uh, this uh, blow dryer thing is a little that uh, little unique. Um, I, I, I do feel like I'm, I'm warming up. I'm, I'm probably, uh, probably good to go. I mean, you know, you've been blow drying me for half an hour. And by, by, by the way, thanks for the part in the middle. Uh, okay now 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 you're you're putting me uh, why are you opening the oven door bah, 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 yes it's nice and warm in here but bah, 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 but wh- wh- why are you why are you cutting potatoes and putting them all around me like garnish bah, bah. I mean that lamb must have been shit in his woolly little pants holy God you don't want to be livestock. You don't want to be domesticated livestock and put it anywhere near an oven, man. I mean, it's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty good guarantee that you know years down the road, that's where you're gonna go. But uh, don't, don't, uh, don't pretend you're saving me and uh, shove me in the old oven. Hello. So there you go. the The little lamb lived. They set the thing free. And tragically, as I said, only to be eaten on another day. Let's find out what you've got to say. Oh, boy. Mailman. Mail today. All right. Let's do it. Haven't, haven't got your letters in a little while, so uh, let's let's dip into the uh, the Pavement Pounder uh, mailbag. Uh, as you know, you can always write to me at harlandwilliams.com. We have a uh, contact link. On the uh, on the website and uh, you can write to me also if you join the uh, if you get the uh, the app for your your phone the Harland Highway uh, phone app you can also write to me so here's the first letter this is from uh, Robert Lambeau subject is the Harland Highway poll. the message says I started the Harland Highway poll a while back to allow listeners to vote for their favorite characters on the show, including Roger. So far, three people have contributed. I voted for two, so that means really only one person's contributed. Am I, am I right? Uh, Robert says, I was hoping you could help promote it in an upcoming podcast. Well, I don't see why not, uh Robert. I think it could be interesting to see uh how the characters are tracking. If you want the address, it's uh THH, which probably means the Harland Highway. THHPOL dot Uh T H H dot And I went on there. Uh, by the way, thank you, uh, Robert. That's probably something I wouldn't have thought of doing. I, I, I know that probably took some time and effort on your behalf to set that up. So I, I appreciate your enthusiasm and your interest. And uh, I don't know if people are going to flock to your website and start participating, but maybe they will. I don't see why not. Uh, and maybe if, uh, you start to get inundated with, uh, with people, uh, you know, creating activity for your, your, your blog spot, you can give us an update, uh, further down the road. So uh, let me give it to you one more time. You can go and, uh, that's a Harland highway poll. You can vote for your favorite character. It looks like Rogers set up a pretty elaborate list and you can just click on the names you like. Uh, and that's uh, HTTP, back two to backsplashes, THHPollBlogspot.com. THHPollBlogspot.com. And let's see if that leads to anything. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Robert. All right. Let's go. Let's go to another letter, shall we? All right, this is from Matthew Bergeron. Uh, Subject, the force of nature. Oh, my stand-up, my last stand-up comedy special. Uh, That one's a couple of years old now. I'm I'm actually starting to put the pieces together for a new stand-up special. But let's read uh, Matthew's uh, letter here. Hi, I wanted to rent Force of Nature on Amazon, but I can't do such because my credit card is from a Canadian bank. That's weird. I don't see why that should make a difference. Is there any way I can maybe send you the money, PayPal, for a downloadable version on Dropbox or any other file hosting website? I don't have a DVD player. I can pay the price of the DVD if you want. Thanks for letting me know. I just bought Crowd Control and I own it since back when, what a treat, clearly my top five stand-up comedy shows. I'm a French speaker from Montreal. Pardon my... English, ha, ha, ha. Thanks, I heard you speak about a half-baked sequel. Do so. Oh, well, we have a a French-Canadian, part of my heritage. I am French-Canadian on my mother's side, as you can tell by my sexy, raspy voice. Uh, Unfortunately, Matthew, I do not have any kind of uh, digital download that I can send you. I, I. It's a little weird that Amazon doesn't accept uh, your credit card. I'm a little befuddled and confused by that, but maybe keep trying. Maybe write a letter to them. I wish I could help you, but I just uh, I don't have that capacity. Um, and for those of you that don't know what a force of nature is, you can also watch it on Netflix. Matthew, maybe you didn't know it was on Netflix. If you have Netflix, you can watch it. Uh, Force of Nature is my last stand-up comedy special. It's about an hour long, and it's uh, it's quite unique because I did it out in the wilderness. I stood on a mountain in the middle of the desert and did my whole routine to no audience. I just yelled it out across the desert. And it's very interesting and very different and a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully you'll like it. But uh, try and check it out. If you want to order a copy, uh, we do have them in the uh, uh, HarlandWilliams.com store. And we can always send you out a DVD uh, to your mailing address. So thank you for that letter. Mathieu Bergeron, my little French-Canadian friend. And let's see what else we have in here. By the way, if you want to write to me, as I said, just, um, you know... Hit me up on uh, harlowilliams.com. All right, here's a letter from Stop Ruffling the Paper. Robert Smith, subject, hilarious crow bit. Message, I could not find this. You wake up to a beautiful morning and, ah! And could I post it? Ah, you're talking about, yeah, I did a bit years ago. About crows and how uh, you know all the other birds in the in the bird kingdom have these beautiful singing voices and crows sound like ah like they need a tracheotomy or something. Uh, I'm not sure on which of my specials that that bit appears, but uh, yeah, if you can find it, and you want to post it by all means. You go ahead and share the laughter with uh, with other people. Uh, thank you for for your uh, letter, and I'm glad you like it. All right, let's see who else we got here. Here's a letter from Kyle Campbell. All right, Kyle. Hey, Harland, really enjoying the Harland Highway. I listen to it at work all the time, and it makes my workday fly by, puts me in a great mood, makes me think, and makes me laugh. Well, that is great to hear. I remember you most from Employee of the Month and as the highway patrolman in Dumb and Dumber. Great memorable scenes and a few of my favorite movies. Right on! I discovered the podcast world pretty recently and listened to your podcast with Pete Holmes and Kevin Pollock and enjoyed them both immensely. I didn't want them to end and was happy to find out that you had your own podcast and I'm greatly entertained by it. It's nice to have over 700 episodes to download from, and I plan to listen to all of them. Wow, good for you. You're absolutely hilarious and insightful. Love the podcast, the YouTube videos, the movie roles, and your stand-up. Man, you're making me feel good here, Kyle. Thanks for the laughs and the countless hours of entertainment, and thanks for reading your one-of-a-kind chicken chow mein baby. Kyle Campbell from Columbus, Ohio. P.S. Tempted to buy the Magic Fuck Off t-shirt from your web store soon. Haha, <laughs> genius. Wow, man. Well, those are some nice compliments. Kyle, thank you very much for, uh, for all your input. I'm glad you love the podcast. Please uh, spread the word. Tell your friends. And by all means, go in the web store and buy the Magic Fuck Off t-shirt. It's a hilarious shirt. Basically, it's a bunch of jumbled letters. People walk up to you and say, hey man, what's your shirt say? It's just a bunch of letters. And basically you grab the bottom of the shirt, you do a slight lift and fold it up to the top letters, and the jumbled letters become the letter the words fuck off. It's a little crude, I know, but it's people love it. It's hilarious. And it's only 20 bucks at the web store. So uh very, very cool. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, let's see what else we have. All right, here is a letter from John Kay. It says, Thanks for the Trump sh- Show, podcast 694. Thanks for the Trump Show, podcast s- number 694. Hi, Harland. I am a longtime Democrat, voted Democrat ever since Clinton in 92 who has recently come to the same conclusion as you about Trump. I appreciate you expressing your honest thoughts about Trump and I think more of us will have to speak out in a way that you did. No doubt party liners on both sides have put many of us in a long-term status quo trance. More and more I believe people are walking up and are waking up and finding it refreshing listening to Trump being Trump. Why wouldn't we want someone like this leading our country in this world? Don't see how anyone can look at Hillary or Jeb and think they're going to take our country anywhere different. So thanks again, Harlan. Cheers. John in Minneapolis. Uh, By the way, I particularly enjoyed your recent show about Letterman and and the show to the guy who is feeling down on his life situation. Good stuff. Oh, well, thank you very much, John. You know, whenever I talk about politics or Donald Trump, I i don't do it to try and convince people or to, to make them change their minds or to preach at them. I do like to talk about my feelings about a politician when, and what I believe. And I believe if you go and listen to uh, podcast number 694, if memory serves me correctly, I kind of was talking about Donald Trump uh long before he kind of surged I think I think I did that podcast when the uh, when the elections were just starting it was before uh, Trump had blown up and actually become the front runner and so I think a lot of what I said uh, was kind of like almost like a weird prediction of things to come uh, I think I was I was uh, talking about Trump during the time when he, you know, the race had only been on for two, three weeks, and all everyone was saying he was a joke and a clown, and it was a carnival, and he'll be gone in three days, and nobody's taking him seriously. And whether you like Trump or not, I'm very happy to see that all these talking head ass clowns on in the media, whether they're on Fox or CNN or MSNBC, all these ass wads. That seem to know better than the rest of us. That seem to want to uh, guide our decision making, and and they're so so determined to tell us who's worthy of our votes and who's an ass clown and who's who's legit. They're so quick to try and make you feel like a fool or an outsider or stupid if you don't vote for who they think should be. Uh, running for president or becoming president. And I don't like that. I've always been an underdog guy. And I didn't like the way Trump was getting pushed around and treated. So I did a whole podcast about it. Number uh, 694. And I still stand by it today because he's still getting dicked around. And people are condescending. And is he a perfect candidate? Does he say some strange, bizarre thing? Sure he does. But I'll take that crazy stuff over a steaming pile of bullshit from one of these traditional candidates who tell you the same things over and over, election cycle after election cycle, and nothing ever changes. They just manipulate you with their talking points, and they say what they have to say, they pull what they have to pull, They try to press all your buttons, all the sociological buttons to try and get elected, and then things just keep on cruising along, status quo. And so I think I was kind of standing up for a self-funding politician who had no agenda, who wasn't letting anyone puppeteer his mind, his brain, his motives, his policies, And I thought that was pretty admirable. Whether you like Trump or not, you know, the the rest of the political spectrum to me is very dark and evil and mind controlling. And you got to make sure at what point you're you're being, uh, you know, you have someone talking to you from the pulpit or you have a system that is trying to herd you like a bunch of sheep into a certain direction to keep you down. Don't be fooled. So if, you, if anyone wants to go back and listen to that episode, it might be quite uh, prophetic. Is that the word? I don't know. All right, let's do one more letter here. And uh, thank you very much for your letter. That's very interesting to me that you um, you actually kind of were a Democrat and now are thinking of, of going the other way. Uh, here's another letter. Oh, same topic. Okay, uh, name JM. That's it, just the initials. JM subject, thanks. Hey Harl, thanks for playing my phone call and reading my email message about the Trump podcast. Very cool to hear and an honor. The Trump show is one of the most inspiring shows you have ever done. Chicken Chow Maniac. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah, you know, interestingly... It's always, it's always kind of uh, difficult to throw your political opinions out there, which I find strange in a country that's supposed to be where you're allowed to be free and say what you want to say. But people tend to jump all over you. They get very emotional, and a lot of times people can't just hear your opinion and go, okay, I heard what he or she said. I agree. I like it, or I disagree, and I will move on. A lot of times you get people becoming very uh, angry and vocal, and you know you're a fucking idiot, and what are you retarded, and that guy's a fucking, that guy's Hitler, and uh, you know, just all that, all that mumbo jumbo, all that rhetoric. But uh, regardless, I, I throw my uh, my thoughts out there, and uh, if 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 uh, if you like them, great. If you don't, great. But it's nice to hear that uh, the last two uh, people who wrote in. Are our uh, people that appreciated uh, what I said. So there you go. I think that's uh, I think that's a good place to leave it on a nice positive note. Uh, Roger, close up the mailbag. Thank you for your letters and uh, keep them coming. Uh, write to har website at gmail.com or just go to harlandwilliams.com and click on the link. If you'd rather write to me. Or if you'd rather, sorry, call me, 323-739-4330. 323-739-4330 is the direct hotline. So there you go. Thanks so much, Pavement Pounders, for your wonderful letters. Keep them coming. We'll read some more uh, in the future. And for right now, Roger, as I said, hit it. Let's close up the Harland Highway mailbag. All right, let's let's end the show with this. This is uh, this is interesting. I, th- I think you all know this sound, right? You all know this little endearing little sound. Sometimes it elicits excitement. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's dread. But you all know this sound, right? You just got a text, and you're like, "Oh, it could be." It could be a friend. It could be someone hitting me up for a date. It could be news about a party. It could be somebody sexting me. Maybe it's some nice hot nude pictures. Maybe I got some good news. Maybe a, a buddy's in town. Maybe it's someone I haven't heard from for a while. Right? It's it's it's, it's a neat little sound. It's like it's like getting it's like getting uh, mail in a mailbox. But what if? What if you have a friend, a well-meaning friend, a friend who likes you, who likes to stay in contact with you, who likes to communicate with you, who, oh, there we go, who enjoys texting you, that, who enjoys texting you maybe a bit too much. Have you, have you had a friend like this and they're still a friend, you still love them, you still care for them, they're your buddy. They're your girlfriend, they're your boyfriend, they're your wife, they're your husband and they're well-meaning and they, they, they like to let you know that you're thinking of them and they like to flirt with you and they like to keep tabs on you and they like to track you and they like to stalk you and they like to know every single goddamn thing you're doing every fucking second. Do you have one of those friends, do you have one of those text friends that just won't fucking quit and it drives you insane and you try to like not text them back for a while and they don't get the hint? It just makes them text you even more or you directly kind of give them a hint. Yeah, I'm going to be working for the next little while so I can't text you. Well that's fine for you, but they don't care, they're not working, so they're just gonna keep texting away. They're like, well just because he's working doesn't mean I'm working, so I guess I'll send him funny little emojis, and I'll tell him jokes, and I'll, I'll write cute little things, and I'll send pictures, and... I won't give him any breathing space at all, just when he thinks he's in the clear. Boom, I text his ass again. I'm a text stalker. Is that possible? Is that a new term I've created, a text stalker? How many of you have been text stalked? I have. I've even like blatantly said, you know what? You gotta stop with the text, okay? You gotta knock it off. I don't text like this. You gotta knock it off. That's right, I've had, I've had people text me over 60, 70, 80 times in one day. And because it's friends or it's people you like, you're, you're like, oh God, oh, and then, then you blatantly I've just texted back, stop texting me, I can't do the, You're allowed five texts a day. But they don't care, they don't stop because they're text stalkers. And text stalkers aren't rational people. They just keep texting you and texting you and texting you until you drive your car off a cliff and die. And on your gravestone, it says, he was texted to death. So don't kill the people you love, the people you care about with texts. Don't overwhelm them. Don't drown them. Don't bury them with your texts. Just a few a day, a few here and there, to remind them that you're out there, that you're thinking of them, that you care. In fact, I'll text you right now, just as a little reminder. And speaking of reminders, before we close the show out here, with the scary notion of a tech stalker, uh, don't forget, tonight we kick off the comedy party in the Midwest. Yes, the Midwest of the United States of America. Um, tonight is the night we uh, kick it off uh, the comedy party starring Polly Shore, Tom Green, me, and Bobby Lee from Mad TV. Uh, tonight we start in Joliet, Illinois. Yes, April 7th. Uh, we are at the Rialto Square Theater uh, tonight in Joliet, Illinois. Tomorrow night, the Coronado Art Center in Rockford, Illinois. And on uh, Saturday night, the Five Flags Arena in Dubuque, Iowa. Please come out to this show. It's all four of us, four major stand-up comedy headliners, all on one beautiful stage at these beautiful theaters. Uh, Come on out. Tickets are available at harlandwilliams.com. Just go to my Stand Up Comedy Tour link on the website, and it will take you right to where you can purchase your tickets. And if you can't make it, if you're listening to me from another part of the country, please tell your friends and family if they live in the neighborhood of uh, Joliet, Illinois, Rockford, Illinois, or Dubuque, Iowa. And by all means, if you're in Chicago or Minneapolis or Indiana or Cincinnati, I mean, just get in your car and drive. We're not that far away. I think from Chicago, some of these cities, it's only like an hour, an hour drive. So uh, it's going to be well worth it. The comedy party, April 7, 8, and 9. Come on out and check us out. And then the uh, following weekend, uh, yours truly will be in Brea, Brea, California, just outside of L.A., the Brea Improv, April 14th through the 17th. Great, great club. Love working out there. Come on out and enjoy. And then uh, at the end of the month, Uh, starting April 28th to the beginning of May. I will be in uh, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada at the Comic Strip at the West Edmonton Mall. Oh, my goodness. Such a great club. That one usually sells out like every night, uh, Thursday through Sunday. So get your tickets right away. Like I said, HarlanWilliams.com at the uh, stand-up tour link. And I certainly hope I see all you guys there at my upcoming shows. So there you go. Uh, also, please uh, please uh, feel free to write me so I can include you in the uh, Harland Highway listener mailbag. That's also at harlandwilliams.com. Just click on the uh, the contact link. Or you can, as I said, you can leave me a phone message, 323-739-4330. I love hearing from you guys. I love playing your messages. So, uh, please... 323 739 Also, please get our app, as I mentioned earlier, the Harland Highway phone app. Just go into your app store, type in the Harland Highway. Boom. And while you're in there, please, uh, for $20 a year, join our premium package. You get all kinds of extra bonus material, stand up clips, my other podcast called Let's Have a Fight, um, all kinds of great stuff for only $20 a year. That's two trips to McDonald's. Uh, and it really helps, uh, keep, keep me, uh, doing all this stuff that I do. Uh, so thank you for those who have joined and for the, those of you that are thinking of it, do it, man, do it. You won't be disappointed. I promise. Uh, and that's it. I think we'll leave it right there for tonight. Um, and, uh, I hope you had a good time. Certainly enjoyed talking to you. Don't put any sheep in the oven. Uh keep it with the Chinese food and until next time chicken chow mein baby